0: This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 074, Birmingham Blues. What's that song all about? Birmingham Blues is a 16th track on Out of the Blue, third song on Side 4. In the May 27, 1978 issue of Melody Maker, Jeff Lynne said, I've been away from Birmingham for a long time, and I've found that everywhere is exactly the same. It's just got a different name. It's like the world is Birmingham. If you've got your friends and acquaintances around you, everywhere is exactly the same. I wouldn't know where the hell we were if we were dropped here with a blindfold on us. Do you know where we are? It's exactly the same everywhere else in the world. I've just been to Japan and Australia. Everywhere looks exactly the same. If you're with people you want to be with, it's exactly the same. In the liner notes for the 1977 Japanese release of Out of the Blue, Bev Bevan wrote, Most of us come from Birmingham, England, and this rock and roll song simply tells how we miss being there. The song was covered by Paul McNulty in 1999.
1: I feel so break up i want
0: to go home i'm eric paul johnson
1: and i'm eric wincenson
0: what's not to love about birmingham blues i've loved it since i first heard it when i got the album in february 1984. it's a bouncy rockin' little song that i really dig usually i listen to these before we do them on my computer just these rotten little speakers that every little laptop comes with but this time i just happened to have my headphones on and i listened to it and it sounds so much better than coming from the Rotten Computer. I could really hear Kelly's bass work on this, and it's really great. It's a really fun bass playing that makes me want to get my bass and give this a whirl. And I think he sings some lead here. I'm not sure if it's Kelly or Jeff doing something different with his voice. But either way, I really liked it. And if it is Kelly, as far as I can think... This is the last time that we hear Kelly sing lead. Because I can't think of anything on Xanadu Discovery Time and Secret Messages where we hear Kelly's lead voice. It's got that really nice acoustic guitar break that comes in every now and then. And until I looked up the song facts for this song, it never hit me that the string break that comes in every couple times uh, is Rhapsody in Blue. Never noticed that before? I'll hear it all the time now for the rest of my life.
1: Well, let me tell you about this Birmingham blues song. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. <laughs> yes, it is. Woo-hoo! Yes, it is definitely a great song, and I can see why people like it. At least I think I've seen that people like this, and it wouldn't be the first time that I'd completely love something that every other yellow person hates, but... <laughs> yeah, Well... Yeah, the Rhapsody in Blue part, I kind of didn't really realize, because of the a lot of times with yellow, I'm hearing strings, and I'm not immediately going, this classical composer did this, and this <laughs> classic, I'm just hearing strings. Yeah. Because I expected it in an ELO song, so I'm not really jumping on that as much as I am anything that I might hear that they're doing popular music-wise. But, yeah, I saw some comment about how uh, surprised that he wasn't getting sued for it because, of course, even though Rhapsody in Blue is a kind of a classical jazz combination piece, mm-hmm. um, the Gershwin family is still quite alive. And yes. <laughs> even if George and Ira are not, their descendants are, and it, it falls within the copyrighted period of time. But uh, I don't think he ever got in any trouble no, for
0: this. and I don't think he would, because he just uses just a little tiny segment and... Everybody, I don't know about everybody, but lots and lots and lots and lots of people will use copy, pay homage, whatever, by yoinking out just a few seconds. And I'm not talking about sampling. I'm talking about the band actually plays this little bit of someone else's song because they want to reference it or something. It's just a couple seconds. I don't know if you can own the copyright for just a couple seconds of music. But Well, but I remember
1: with the Verve, Andrew Lug Oldham, who did the symphonic thing, and some agency for the Rolling Stones sued them forever until just this last year. They finally let them have copyright to it, right. sued them forever, and took all their money <laughs> just for using a little sample of one of their songs. Which, I always wondered why that was such a big deal since April Wine got away with it.
0: Well, I I, so, I, don't, I don't know. I, to me, I think sampling is a different thing than the band actually playing it. Sampling, it's like lifting it directly from the record that somebody else recorded. That I can see an issue with. Like if I just lifted the acoustic break here from Birmingham Blues and stuck it yeah, in my well, own song. Well, if you,
1: if you don't credit it, yes. If you credit yeah. it, then there's not a problem. I think, yeah, sometimes... Sometimes it comes in with a crediting problem, but I don't remember if April Wine credited Keith Richards and Mick Jagger for grabbing a little part of satisfaction for the song "I I Like to Rock. But going on with Birmingham Blues, yes. uh, there's quite a bit I like in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm surprised you like it because we've got a little bit of his shouting at the kids voice back here.
0: <laughs> a little bit. Um, but I think the but, music... But uh,
1: it works in this context. It isn't yes. as grating as it was on his older albums. And it kind of fits it because it is supposed to be more of a rough yeah. blues a little bit. It has all the other little parts in there. I really like hearing that acoustic guitar return. It, rem- it reminds me a little bit of Fire on High. Yeah, it does. Which... R- really confuses me that Andrew Whiteside is calling this, it's a mess! And <laughs> Well then, are you saying that Fire on High is a mess? <sighs> <sighs> I'll never understand the guy. Mm. Anyway. no. Um, guitar solo. This has a nice, great guitar solo in there by Jeff. Mm-hmm. And, you're right, bass work and everything else. I'm surprised to see that this was, uh, once again, Why Release It's Over as a single when you have a song like this that could have been When you a better perm- single. There's so many... There are, I mean, I might not like the album a lot, but there are a lot of songs on here that were better singles, and it's
0: over. And the thing I'm always surprised about, and I understand it was 1977, and really it wasn't until Thriller, where record companies would just release pretty much just almost every song on the album as a single, but even still, for a double album, they only released three singles in America.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it was Saturday Night Fever where that really started. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday Night. F- the only ones I can really remember that really a lot of that. A lot of the times was in the eighties. There was Thriller. There was Sports. Yeah. Footloose soundtrack. Yeah. And the Cars, Heartbeat City. For the most part, entire albums. Um, almo- at least a half the album was released as
0: singles. Yeah, and I'm trying not to spill what I think of the album before we do the bonus tracks part two episode, but there are. Plenty of good songs on here that could have been released as singles and could have had some nice bigger hits, but the record company was kind of like, "Mm, no. Oh, wait, four singles. How could I forget about Mr. Blue Sky as a single? Probably because it only got to number 30 something, so. Yeah, as for the meaning of the song, I kind of want to debate Jeff a little bit. He said he wrote it because every place, everywhere pretty much is the same. And he would probably know better than me. I have not traveled the world. I've only been to a few states in America, and five hours in Nogales, Mexico, back in 1980. Um, I don't think every place is the same. I lived in Boston until I was seven, and my parents couldn't take another New England winter, so they moved us to the center of the sun in Phoenix. And the first thing I thought, when we rode into town, the first thing I thought was, where's all the old stuff? Because... You know, Boston had been around for about, I don't know, almost 300 years or something. 16, yeah, about 350 years. And Phoenix, as far as building up as a city, that didn't really start until late 40s, early 50s. So, yeah, there's definitely a difference between Phoenix and Boston. And there's a difference between Phoenix and Flagstaff, Arizona. But, you know... There's a
1: difference between Phoenix and Glendale.
0: (laughs) There is. I mean, <laughs> Glendale, Arizona. I mean, not- where
1: I live in Tempe, there's a big difference between Tempe and Phoenix. Right, and we're right next to each other.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm thinking if you pulled me out of Phoenix, Arizona, and the next day dropped me in Tokyo, Japan, or China, or wherever, I'm go- I'm probably going to notice a difference. And I'm not just talking about the language. And that I'm just wandering around. The only thing I'm going to recognize is Colonel Sanders' head in in the McDonald's arches. I'm thinking there's going to be a whole different world in Japan than in Phoenix. Maybe it's just because he's a rock star. He's just hopping from one city to the other, going from hotel to arena to hotel to plane to hotel to arena. And I don't really know if they that's, actually had time to actually poke around the cities they were in.
1: That's kind of more what I usually think is that if you're in a touring band or you're going around doing book signings and stuff like that, you're not seeing the sights. You're there for a specific reason and you're out to go to the next place. Yeah, it's like And so you rarely get to, unless it's being filmed for your television special, <laughs> yeah. and you're going to go feed the animals over at the Phoenix Zoo Yeah. before you record your concert for a television episode.
0: Or you're going to take over KRUX before you go ride Horses in the Desert with Davy Jones.
1: Exactly. You're not going to really see too much of what's going on. If you're seeing a lot of what there is to see, mm-hmm. then that means somebody messed up someplace. <laughs> Uh, along the way because you're there to perform and get on to the next place you're yeah if you're there too long that means there's no next place and you better be questioning your career (laughs) choices at that particular point
0: yeah and also bands like ELO they're playing the big cities so it's it's big city to big city to big city
1: it's hotel room to hotel room. You're either flying in or driving in. Mm-hmm. You're seeing. You're practically asleep when you when you show up. You sh, you go to the hotel. You go to the arena. You go back to the hotel. You go off to you the next gig.
0: Get on the plane or the bus, and you're and off to it. the next town.
1: Yep. And hello, Cleveland.
0: <laughs> yes, I hope Cleveland. <laughs> I don't know where we are. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Got something to say about Birmingham Blues? Then call the telephone line voicemail. Six two three eight five oh three
0: three seven five. Call now. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? Across the world. Namaste. I've seen people and places. Sayonara. Could be the same. Arrivederci. But with a different name. Hola. If you donate to the podcast through our patreon site patreon.com slash elopod you can get bumper stickers produce an episode or for just one dollar per episode four dollars a month you can hear shows a week before they're released to the world or skip all that and just hand it over directly through paypal using the email address FTM podcast at gmail.com Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I like the song! Wow! She liked it! Taste the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 075 Wild West Hero. Got something to say about Birmingham. Blah, blah, blah. Got something to say about Birmingham Blues. I'm sticking on that a lot. Hold on.